Welcome to the Festive Five Podcast, hosted by Pestle and Ed. And welcome to episode three of the Thoughts Fancy Festive Five Podcast. Pestle and Ed with you for the third time in the build-up to Christmas or the Christmas wind-down, depending when you're listening to us. Are we feeling festive yet, Ed? I, I'm never not feeling festive. Are you not all year round? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, maybe just around Christmas. Just around, okay. <laughs> so we are ready for show number three. We've had our Christmas dinner draft. I'm still disappointed about missing out on turkey, but I'll make do with my pigs in blankets. They will do me. And the Christmas movie draft. Oh, I'm looking forward to getting through all five of those over the course of the next couple of weeks. Malcolm, what are we drafting today, though? Ho, ho, ho. The Christmas Music Draft. So I think the thing with songs, there are so many. So many songs. And I I don't know if there's going to be much kind of crossover here because we've probably got our own favourites and I don't know whether I'm going to pick ones that you're like. But I mean, there's literally, I could have chosen 20, 30, 40 songs. So there's going to be lots that miss out. I am very snobby when it comes to my music taste. So there are some Christmas songs I cannot abide and they're really great on me you shock me you (laughs) shock me however i think within my mix i've got a couple what i would build as classics and a couple that are perhaps more modern ones in there as well Um, what we will do though is we will put this together as a festive playlist so once you finish listeners do not stop listening to us now listen to the end we want the full download figures we need to help our algorithm but when you finish listening to us and then episode four and five you can stick our Christmas playlist on. I went first last time, Ed. It's your turn this show. Let's crack on with... Round one. I don't think this one's going to be anywhere near your list, uh, but it's my number one Christmas song. Okay. I-, I love it. It's cheesy. It's fun. It's by it's by a legend. I'll lay it out there. And it is Merry Christmas, Everyone by Shaking Stevens. No, that doesn't offend me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, really? I thought no. you would hate that as no, a number I'm, one. No, I think I'm quite ambivalent towards that as a song. Oh, ambivalent towards... It's, it's the greatest Christmas song. No, Merry do. Christmas. I mean, it's guaranteed 100% my number one pick is better than that. Okay, okay. But no, I, I'm not offended by Shaking Stevens at all. I, I'll tolerate it. Yeah, he, he, well, he's a legend, isn't he? And, and the video, I mean, the video is just next level brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one pick before we get into our stats is the greatest Christmas song of all time and is in with a sneaky chance of being Christmas number one this year with the sad passing of Shane McGowan. Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues is the greatest Christmas song of all time. I don't think many people are going to disagree with you there. That would have been my next pick. I knew that would be one that would be a crossover. Yeah, I, you know, it's a classic Christmas song. I can't, I can't argue with that. And uh, it would have been right up there for me. So your Christmas pick, Ed, then your first one. Merry Christmas, everyone. When was it released? Oh, Shaking Stevens. We've got to be 80s, hasn't it? 85? Very close. 1984. How many downloads does it currently have on Spotify? Oh, 200 million. 388,774,293. Very precise. Yes, very precise. Obviously very popular and undoubtedly whether I like it as much as other songs or not, an absolute Christmas classic. But I'm sure the numbers for yours are going to dwarf mine. Fairy Tale of New York. What are we guessing then? Well, when it was released... I, I don't know. It's, it seems like it's been around forever. It, was it the 80s or was it was it maybe into the 90s? So it was released in 1988. 
and current download figures 347,945,033. Oh, I thought, I thought it, might be like, it so, might be something ridiculous like billions. So but, fairly close. Yeah. There's a song that, and I don't listen to the radio very often, but when you hear it on the radio, you know you are on the home straight to Christmas time. Absolutely love it as a song. And one that uh, I've done a wonderful performance of uh, once in a, uh, a charity event. Did you? Yes, I was um, Shane McGowan, not Kirsten McCall. Right. Uh, okay. Did you yeah. do the teeth and everything? I didn't do the teeth and everything. <laughs> I did do some pre-drinkies before singing it, though. <laughs> not as many as Mr McGowan. I mean, rest in peace, the great man. I think on the day of recording, it's actually his funeral, isn't it? Oh, is it? So, yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, a song that... Hopefully, we'll get its place at the top of the charts this Christmas. But let's go on to our second picks. Round two. Right, I mean, my second pick, I, I'm not sure if many people would have this in their top five, but it's a song that I absolutely love. And I've I've got a feeling it isn't a song that was initially intended as a Christmas song, but oh, has become a Christmas song. I think you're going to go for one of my favourites. It's Stop the Cavalry by yep, Jonah. That was going to be my yep, next pick. Yeah, so I absolutely love that song. And, you know, it's one, no matter when it comes on in the radio, wherever, uh, Stop the Cavalry, Jonah Louie, whenever it comes on, I, I just love it. It's just it's just such a great song. And it is, it's just become so iconic at Christmas time. I don't think it's possible to listen to that song and then at some point, because of the earworm, later in the day, to not go... Yeah, I can't argue with that whatsoever. It's an absolutely amazing Christmas song and was was definitely in the reckoning for my next pick. So that makes my next pick a little bit easier because I'm not going to be deliberating between that and my pick, which will be... It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Good shout. I am going for the Perry Como and the Fontaine Sisters version, though. That definitely the best version. Do you know what? No time for Buble. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I... Down with Bubble. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I've got a bit of a man crush on Buble. <laughs> <Do you? laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, so I'm you sorry. don't surprise me. <laughs> uh, so you're two of your man. This is just so this way. I'm going to have a little NFL link here. So one of your other man crushes. Yes. Is Aaron Donald of the LA Rams. Yes, very now, much. For those of you who are NFL fans who listen to our regular show, you can probably picture Buble and Aaron Donald and understand why that is such a bizarre... That it doesn't have a type, basically, oh, for man crushes. What a great night that would be. <laughs> so, quickly pause. Go and now Google... If you know what Buble looks like Aaron Donald, go and Google Aaron Donald. It does not have a type. That's basically what we've summed up there. Absolutely love that as a song. But yeah, not the Buble version. I'm going for Perry Como and the Fontaises every time. Shout out to Bing Crosby, obviously, but it's just not my version of choice. And another song that it's impossible not to just, it's a good whistler. I think as far as Christmas songs go, Begin to Look Like Christmas is a good whistling Christmas tune. Yeah, it's one once you've heard it, that's it for the rest of the day. It's a proper earworm, isn't it? Joan Louis then, Stop the Cavalry. You're going to ask me the years, and I'm, 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 it's going to be a stab in the dark for both of these. I mean, Joan Louis, I'm going to guess 70s, 72. 1978, not far uh, away. All right, it was the right decade. How many streams currently on Spotify? Well, based on our previous numbers, it, it's going to be more like kind of 100,000, is it? 81 million, 157,000. No, not 100,000, 100 million. 81 million, yeah. Yep, so still big numbers on there. And then it's been a Christmas Pericomo. When was that first released? Oh, Pericomo, is that, is that 50s, 59? 1951. Oh, okay. So yeah, an old one. An old one, yeah. Um, however, 
Spotify has still been around for the same amount of time, so that yeah. won't affect the download numbers. How many for It's Beginning to Look Like Christmas by Perry Como? Well, as there's lots of versions, I wonder whether that affects its numbers, but I still think it'll be in the hundreds of millions. So this version alone, 327 million, 399,000. Wow. Very high. Big tune, big love for Perry Como. Next round. Round three. Well, I mean, there's lots that come into the mix now, and this is a song I think for many years I thought was an Elvis song. But it's not. Um, and the song I'm going for is by Mud, Lonely This Christmas. Ah. So I thought I thought for many years it was Elvis. It sounds a bit Elvisy, but I just love it. It's Again, it's, a, it's, a, it's an earworm, great lyrics, just good fun. So, yeah, I'd go for Lonely This Christmas by Mud as my next choice. I sense by your tone that's one that wasn't even in your ballpark. No, it wouldn't have been. A, not a song that I dislike, but no, it's not a song that I'd have even thought about. However, I was just thinking... I think I probably, up until now, thought that was Elvis. Yeah, it's one of those weird songs that for many years, and until I actually heard somebody on the radio saying that was mud, Lonely This Christmas, uh, I thought, oh, right, okay, but yeah, it's it's mud. I'm going to go for a very different one this time. I'm going for something that I think, actually, I reckon is probably the most recent released Christmas song. I'm really song worried. I'm really worried that you're going to choose what I'm going to choose that next. Fits, I would say the last released classic Christmas song now, and that is Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by the Darkness. Uh, that was not my choice. But was it not? No, it's not, but I, I, that would have been in my top five, yeah. I, I can't think of many songs that have been re- There's loads of Christmas songs. Every year there are new Christmas songs released. And that is one of the few that really made them out. And the darkness at that point in time when they released that were, they're not one hit wonders. They've released stuff since, but they were at the peak of their powers and it was downhill from there. But yeah, they, I think they hit the perfect point of their fame and popularity, the perfect point of what was going on in music at the time. And the world was ready for an over the top rock opera of a Christmas song. I mean, it should not be a successful Christmas song, should it? The no. darkness of Christmas, but it is just perfect. And again, it's another one where the video is just daft and really funny and good fun as well. But yeah, 100%, I can get right behind that. And that would have snuck into my top five, I think. Have a look at the stats and the numbers there then. When was Lonely's Christmas released? Again, I, I don't know. They're so difficult. Uh, is it a 70s one? It That's is all- 70s. 75. 75. Well ah, done. I'm very happy with that. And number of streams on Spotify, 82,138,050. When did The Darkness release Don't Let the Bells End? I think it's still probably, is it still 90s, 98? 2003. Oh, later than I thought. So yeah, 2003, that was my sixth form year. And so The Darkness at that point were a bit of a force to be reckoned with in the music world, weren't they, at that period of time? So yeah, huge song. How many streams are we saying on Spotify? Um, is that going to be in, in high? I'm going to go a bit lower, 75 million. 34,690,000. It's a bit, bit more of a niche. I mean, again, I yeah. think that's a very British. I don't think you get that to get much airplay. No, uh, I can't elsewhere. imagine, no. Yeah. Isn't a kind of universally accepted classic that people of all ages would go back to year after year after year. Certainly one that I really enjoy. Round four, though. Round four. Right, so this next one is, is, a, is a modern classic, and I thought this was what you were going oh, to say you? previously. Uh, again, I, I think this might be one that you hate, but I don't care. It is E17, Stay Another Day. No, I don't <laughs> like it. Oh, yeah, I, I see it, but I love it. I mean, it is 
Christmas. I mean, they've got their parkers with the big you know, video <laughs> and everything is amazing about it. It was E17's finest moment. I mean, they've got many fine moments, of course. But yeah, Brian Harvey, the, all the boys on top form. <laughs> all the, <laughs> all boys. the boys on top form. <laughs> all the boys is, like, is up there. We what you say about a veg the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love E17's Day Another Day. And I know many listeners will share my love for that song. I'm not going for E17. I'm just trying to work out where I'm going to go, whether I'm going to go for another one that would be classed as a classic or a bit more of a modern one. I think I am going to go for Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. Oh. I'm sure it's been in like several Christmas films. Uh, yeah. It's just like a nice, lot-hearted, fun, silly Christmas song. Yeah, I love a bit of Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. Now you've said it, I, 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 you're right, I'd associate it with some... Christmas films, uh, I would never have considered it, but now you've said it, I think that's going to go down lovely on the playlist. Yeah, so yeah, that's one that I really enjoy as well. Which one do you think out of those will have had the most downloads? Run Rudolph run by Chuck Berry or Stay Another Day? By E17. Well, I think again, if we're going along the kind of, I, I don't, I don't know if Stay Another Day is played in elsewhere in the world, uh, whereas Run Rudolph Run will be an international hit. So I think Run Ru- Rudolph Run will have more streams. So Stay Another Day was released in 1994, and on Spotify has 54,880,569 streams, and is by a long stretch. The most streamed song by Seventeen. Yes. Is much of a surprise. I'm trying to think of another one. No, I can't think of another Seventeen <laughs> song. That's all I've got. So are we going higher or lower for Run Rudolph Run? I'm going to go higher based on my theory. I mean, it's it's considerably higher. So released in 1958, it has 268,257,875 downloads. Yeah, it's up there, isn't it? Big Christmas song. Final round, then. Round five. Right, so there there are some absolute beer moths left, aren't there? There are some mega Christmas songs that people will think. And um, there are several that came into consideration, some more niche ones, but I've got to choose one of the absolute mega Christmas songs, and that is... Merry Christmas, everybody, by Slade. I just think we can't have a Christmas playlist without that on there. Again, you know, Slade, a very British band. I don't know whether for our transatlantic cousins, whether that is also a classic Christmas song over there. I'd imagine so, It must be. I mean, it is an absolute Christmas banger. You know, everything about it. I, I I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable putting out a show without having the Slade song in there. Right, my last pick. I should have made my fourth pick and I didn't see it on my notes, so I'm glad you left it for me. And that is Chris Rear driving home oh, for Christmas. Oh, that would have been an honourable mention. Yeah. I love that song. I think I should have, if I could change my order now, I'd put that above Run Rudolph Run, if I'm honest. It's a great one. It, yeah. was, it was up there for me. It would, it would have been my honourable mention. It, would have, it was a really close to being my top five. I think... These will be quite close on the downloads. What are we thinking then? Streams for Merry Christmas, everybody. Surely these two have got to be, you know, up in the 200s, 300 millions. They've got to be. So Merry Christmas, everybody by Slade was released in... That's that's another 70s one. 78. 1973. 
130 million. No. 658,000. Well, that makes me think maybe it is in a transatlantic one, maybe. So I thought that was going to be much higher than that. So driving over Christmas, I'm guessing that's that's got to be high, isn't it? That's a, that's a that's another monster Christmas song. Well, it was released in 1986, so much later, obviously, predated Spotify, so it won't affect the download figures. 460 million. Yeah. 54,143. I didn't realise, because he's got such a dulcet-toned singing voice, until I saw on, I think it was Gone Fishing, the White House and Mortimer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's from Middlesbrough. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah, he's British. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound very Middlesbroughian. <laughs> no, no, I suppose he doesn't. Just great Christmas song, and one that, I know it sounds cheesy, but it does remind you of Drive Home for Christmas. So one, I was at university... And then when I lived on my own in Darwin, I used to drive back to see family. I used to spend most of my Christmases driving to Grantham and then to South Wales. And so I spent a lot of Christmas driving. And even now, it reminds me of those those kind of like excited, cold drives when you've got your boot full of presents and stuff. Yeah, just an absolute banger of a Christmas song. Any honourable mentions you would like to throw into the mix? Well, I mean, there's obviously the, the, the mega songs like Mariah Carey. I hate that song yeah, so, I, I, so much. I'm not a big fan of it. Last Christmas Wham! I like. Elton John, Step Into Christmas. I mean, then you've got, you know, like John Lennon, War Is Over. Do They Know It's Christmas, Band-Aid. I mean, there's some massive songs in there as well. And you've also got things like The Power of Love, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. That's become a Christmas song, hasn't it? Um, but yeah, there, there's loads. Any more you'd like to mention? Well, I'm going to just mention All I Want For Christmas Is You. Um, and this is because that reminds me of um, an event at university every single time here. I'm not going to name any people, but... One of my friends at university, Nathan, will, if he's listening, you best be listening, Nathan, supporting the podcast. Uh, he will know exactly what I'm about to say. And that was when a friend of ours had an email sent by her boyfriend she had just dumped with the lyrics to All I Want for Christmas. Oh, you want. Dear. So obviously that's a very sensitive moment, <laughs> one that someone will be very embarrassed by. Uh, so Nathan and I decided every time we ever saw him out from that point onwards, we would get down on one knee and sing the song to him. <laughs> I'm sure he loved it. <laughs> because we were terrible, <laughs> terrible people. Uh, Honorary mention for me, I'm going to have a, throw a couple of modern ones in there. So a band that I know we are both massive fans of, Cortina's Winter Wonderland by Cortina's. Great for me, it's a bit of a modern classic. I think it was released to raise money for Shelter as well. And then another song that it sounds very classic, but the modern one, and that is Blossoms, It's Going to Be a Cold Winter. Have you heard that one? I don't think I have heard that one. I, I like Blossoms. So it's very much a, a tongue-in-cheek and very British in its lyrics approach to it as well, including lyrics like, because it's going to be a cold, cold winter, there'll be no rejoicing at this rate. Where's the end of this sellotape? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> a very Christmassy message. So what we will do then is we will put our 10 choices and we will put we'll put some of our also runs in there as well for our playlist. Oh, I think we'll beef up that playlist. And yes. we'll stick it around. But there is one more song to add to that playlist. Oh, Malcolm. My favourite Christmas song is Do You Hear What I Hear? And it's the version that's sung by the late, great Whitney Houston. Well, um, Whitney's Christmas music is the voice of Christmas in my household. And uh, before opening presents, my mom would put on the actual Christmas CD by Whitney Houston. Um, I don't know if it's an official CD or if it was her own mix, but uh, that that has to be my favorite Christmas song of all time. 
I love that. I mean, it's like we, we'd never thought of that song. No. But I feel like we're, we're inside Malcolm's Christmas house. Yep, so that will be going on the playlist as well. Thank you very much to Malcolm for that. Have you got any more things to say about Christmas music? Uh, well, we could we could carry on talking, but I, I think the podcast is at an end. When is too soon for Christmas music? Pre-December the 1st. December yeah. the 1st, you can start playing Christmas I music. I think anyone that is listening in America, and we do have for our main podcast lots of American listeners, I think there's a disagreement there for Americans because I think it goes pretty much holiday season. It's pretty much Halloween, into Thanksgiving, into Christmas. That's my understanding as well, so maybe it's only America. But no, for me, no Christmas music till December, no Christmas lights till December, no thinking about Christmas until December, and you do not buy presents... Until December. Until December, there we go. Um, lots of people disagree with there as well, I'm sure. I think that's all the things we need to say, though, for this show, Ed. That's another one in the books. Malcolm, wrap things up, please. From Pestle and Ed of TH Fantasy Football and me, Malcolm, have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs>